we did actually get a 30 minute rain shower like around three o'clock this afternoon <laughs> i turned around i was like what the fuck is that but it was still 100 degrees though right? yeah oh yeah yeah and it's supposed to last into the weekend like the airport was at set the record for three straight days at 100 degrees i'm sure today i'm sure it hit today too and it's gonna hit another couple of days i think the weekend is down to like 90 yeah like i said that that golf tournament that i did on friday <laughs> can we just oh have it God. not rain out any tailgates please at home jason oh th- we haven't gotten rain all year so we're gonna get it for game days i mean you know that's coming <laughs> okay so today was 67 tomorrow is 73 thursday is 79 Friday is 74, Saturday is 69. That's that's our weather. Well, the freaking God! To the Dome Patrol Podcast. What's up, Houdet Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff, and on this episode, we'll be talking about more training camp with the Saints, which will involve uh, some injuries going on. We'll talk about some injuries. Uh, we had some players in for a visit, which we all thought we were going to sign one or both of them, and now we probably won't sign either of them. So that's classic NFL reporting for us. Uh, the Saints released their first depth chart of the preseason. And then, uh, hey, there's actually a game this weekend. We've got a home game in the Dome on Sunday against the Chiefs. So we'll do our first game preview in a few months. So that will be our slate for today. So put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and enjoy the show. Uh, today, we've got Wesley, James, and Jason. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing good. Um, good. I wonder if any of the players like weren't uh, asked to be a part of the team because they showed up late um, to uh, to the, the tryout or the uh, the scheduled event. I'm curious at least if that they showed happened. up. Hey, at, at least, least they, they showed up. Show up. Yeah. yeah. By the way, Jeff, I'm doing good. Doing good. Feeling good to be here. Still not going to go to the preseason game on Sunday, but I feel good. You, so. you live 10 minutes away. <laughs> I, do, yeah. I don't understand it. I really don't. I really don't. He's spoiled. He's, just, He's yeah. very, very spoiled. It's preseason. I, we, it's we, pre-season. Spoke yes, we spoke yesterday. You don't realize how lucky you are. Okay. Do y'all have, do they have preseason soccer matches that don't yeah. mean anything? Yeah. Do you still go? Um, I've been to two this uh, this off season. Okay. Yeah, I just so there, that's pissed on your argument, hasn't it? Not necessarily. Look, it's going to be ninety eight degrees outside. It's going to be miserable. Indoors. Uh, right, but you got to deal with parking. You got to walk to the dome in the heat. You got to deal with dome prices if you want to eat or drink anything there. It's it's a lot of work to go to a game that. Five minutes in, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I want to go home. So I'm just going to stay and watch it on my couch. That's kind of the way I've been. I've... Okay. Fair there, enough. there were times. There were times in the past where I'd go to preseason games, thinking it would be different, and then I get in, and it's yeah, it's not different. I'm ready to go. So I'm just praying for no injuries. That's what I'll do for every preseason game. You don't think that maybe having the support of their season ticket holder fans would like make the you know put a better karma in the air and uh, keep the voodoo out? Well, oh, nothing is keeping the voodoo out. But also, I use this uh, opportunity to give non-season ticket holder fans an easy chance to go to the game. So we usually give them to Renee's sister or whoever. So I'll find somebody that, that'll use my seats. So somebody will be in there that will appreciate watching the game. And it's a way of getting people who wouldn't normally get to go to a game during the season to actually go into the dome and see everything. So um, maybe this you is... Make, you make a really good argument but you're still wrong. Okay. Well, yeah, you, can't, I've been you, wrong. Can't tell, you can't tell me the game sucks and it's worth going to, but then I'm going to give the tickets to people that I love. It's not, <laughs> not the way it works. <laughs> They're called suckers. 
Now, I'd understand if you gave them to somebody like that has kids, and you'd be like, hey, can tell your the kids don't know. The kids are under seven years old. They don't know this isn't a real game. The kids can always tell stories about the first game they went to, and everybody else will know that it wasn't an actual game. No, that's part of it. Well, I haven't given them away yet. I still, I, I can still decide who they go to. Yeah, so. there's, a, there's a chance there's going to be some Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. No way. Why would they risk? No, I, I think both teams are going to do the starters in the first, at least the first series. Yeah, I mean, the last time I saw Patrick Mahomes, it was in a dome with three thousand people. It was the last time I got to see Breeze in person, and that was kind of sad. Yep. That's the real reason I'm not going. It just <laughs> brings back bad memories. So, uh, so we'll go ahead and get started. You guys talked about the news that broke last week with, with Kamara and and Cam, so now we'll just go, uh, the Saints were off today, so there's no real news today, but there have been a slate of injuries these past few days, as is going to happen in everybody's training camp, but a couple of the notable ones, I feel, uh, two are, are pretty notable to me that kind of have me a little worried. One, not worried as much, but uh, another one I'm, is, has me very worried is Demario Davis. Now, they say it's a calf injury. They say they don't expect it to be long-term. They think he should be fine. And maybe so, but I've heard this so many times from this team, and the injuries here, for whatever reason, linger on. So if he misses any significant amount of time, even if it's just four weeks, I mean, our linebacker depth is probably the the scariest part of this roster. We've all talked about the, the oh, linebacking yes. position is the one that I worry the most if we have to deal with an injury and considering considering that and how much of a leader he is, look, I hope it's not serious, but for a 30-something-year-old guy with a calf injury, it's a very distinct possibility that it goes longer than anybody thinks. And that would really that would really be a not good thing for this defense. I, I would start to hit the panic button. I mean, or even at that age, this is when an injury can linger or reappear later or any, any of that kind of stuff. Um, and obviously, this, like we said, this is one of the actual places where we don't feel like we have a lot of depth. Um, so, I mean, the I just, stories, the stories that have come out so far, are not indicating it's anything particularly serious. And usually, if it's serious, we would know by now. Obviously, calf stuff makes sense. As hot as it is, as much as they have been practicing outside, calf cramps and little injuries make perfect sense. Um, as little things that happen and go away and bother you know is irritating for a few days but isn't an actual you know injury that, that you need to worry about missing time for. as long as it's not a strain like Bur- like burrow right. got you know like yep. if it's a strain i'm like oh man I-, I would really be hitting the panic button now so it's not but they did have to bring him in for imaging which leads me to think that they were worried for a second like holy shit is it is well they, it serious I, I, would, I would say they have their own mri machine it makes sense just to mri everything um just to to, to be sure Hi, everybody. <laughs> I mean, except for the femur. Like, if you have any damage to your femur, we're not going to MRI that and look for breaks. Yeah, of that. we're just going right. to we're just going to say that you're pretending. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I, I think a, a lot of it is just because I, I know what our injuries here are generally like, and they always last longer than they're supposed to. When they always say, "Oh, it doesn't seem serious," it doesn't seem serious, and he misses six weeks. So that's just really got me. I'm not panicked yet, but. It's 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 on my mind. It's one of the one of the big things that's now okay. This is now out there. Um, it's one of probably the first official worry that I really have so far. So so I got that on the the, the first official worry outside of Dennis Allen and outside of well, Car Pete well, Michael. Those are a given. I mean, th- those are a given. Th- those are permanent. Those are when you go in and you see a, a, a guy working on a crime and you're looking at the head of the crime family. It's Dennis Allen and Carmichael up top. They ain't going nowhere. But now the string, I got a string going on to uh, Davis over here. And I've got a little string now coming to Raheed Shahid. So they said he's going to miss probably a few weeks. So they said he, he they think he'll be ready by the the first game yes but that makes me yes. feel even even worse about it because at least davis they're not they haven't gone that far but with, with shaheed it's a groin injury and a guy with speed they say yeah he'll probably be ready for week one there's i, I i'm willing to predict right now he will not play week one I, i'm already i'm already kind of to that point 
with the type of injury, the way our injuries are, the fact that they're already pushing it out to to that game leads me to think like there's no way he's good, no way he's going to be ready. It's his second injury of this off season, um, and considering he didn't play or he hardly played at all, trained at all last off season, he hasn't had a full off season um, yet. But again, it, the noises that are coming out make it sound as though it's not. I mean, I know NFL teams do that all the time. I know they do. Um, but it's not just the team. It's the people who are reporting on it as well. They're, they're saying what they're hearing is that it's not as bad as. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, sure. Sometimes they say we're, we don't know we're going to monitor it. We don't expect anything. And then somebody misses time. But many times also that we like to forget about, they say this injury isn't bad. It's nothing important. It's nothing to be worried about. And then it's nothing to be worried about, too. So both 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 things do happen. I feel like not much with the Saints. I feel like usually it doesn't happen with the well, Saints. Trevor Penning this offseason. Oh, no, he's got a foot injury. Oh, he was back the next day. Sprinting down the field, leading, a, you know, uh, blocking. Well, yeah. and, and maybe some of it, too, is a lot of people had – he circled as a, just a complete breakout candidate on this offense, especially with Carr being such a good deep ball thrower. A lot of people are kind of high on him to help the receiving core. And then you had the, you know, Thomas is still trying to learn and get timing down with Carr. So Shahid was going to be this extra weapon that we've got. We were going to unleash him. So there were, the, he's was definitely getting a lot of hype too. But it's growing injury with a speed guy. Well, I, just, I mean, I, I want um, everybody to be healthy, but if you're going to make me choose between Michael Thomas and Rashid Shahid, um, I'm going to. I'm going to take Michael Thomas. Yep. So just, uh, just something, well, some, something really, Jason, I'm not sure how much you've been paying attention, but I mean, Traquan Smith is still here. Oh. And I don't know oh. if you've heard about like him coming out of college, but I coming out of college. He was a deep threat. Oh God. So, I mean, <laughs> the fact that he's lasted this deep into an NFL <laughs> career is amazing. That's amazing. Did you know that he led the NCAA in yards per catch his senior <sighs> year or his last year in college? I was unaware. <laughs> you you would you could never tell based on his NFL <laughs> career. You would you would never know. You're like how the fuck did that happen? Um, another. Mm-hmm. In, oh, go ahead. No, go on. You you go first, then I'll do mine at the end. Yeah, I, I was just kind of move on. Another injury of note is Andrews Pete perpetually injured. He's out. He's missed some time. So now you're looking at Hurst probably. Gonna, I mean, I, I, you know, Pete hadn't played. I don't, this could be something that he may he may not be ready for week one. So they, at least they're getting Hurst reps at guard. But personally, I like it when our best left guard starts the games. So I'm OK with. Yeah. Now, I don't know the specific cap ramifications. Is there any way that I mean, I don't know that we cut Pete. Yeah, he, he we wouldn't cut him because he's his he would negotiate his salary down to almost nothing. Um, he ne- renegotiated his uh, contract in the offseason for us, made okay. this year nothing, and there is no penalty for cutting him in the offseason. Okay, okay, so, so they would they're not gonna cut him, they're, they're gonna, gonna keep him. He's so inexpensive for his his uh veteran presence, and just I mean, the fact that he's even if he's your second or third stringer, he you, you you keep him and hope he's healthy. For, yeah, I guess. I mean, if, if Hurst can beat him out and now he's the backup. Okay. But again, that's just another injury for Pete. Another guy who's not going to be reliable. And even if he does have he's to He's in come mid-season in, form. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah. So what I was going to say was, is um, there's already talk that next year's training camp is not going to be held. Um in New Orleans, um, they are that, doing some work on. Was that reported by Jeff Duncan? It was, yes, it was the podcast favorite, Jeff Duncan. Um, but there is there is an argument, or people have been saying that the heat this year particularly could be the cause of some of these issues. Wesley, you said before, you know, if if you're dehydrated, what's the first muscle that goes goes to cramp? It's always your calf. No. always your calf muscle. So you know. Is there, is there an argument to be made that training camp should be somewhere, and, and, and I'm guessing, cooler? I am okay with that as long as it's not the Greenbrier. Anywhere I don't the think they go back there. I, I wouldn't be shocked, but that's one place I just – anywhere else than the Greenbrier. But I, 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 I can see it. I mean, I don't know. Does, 
I know like way back when the Saints used to have a whole training camp in Wisconsin and they, they do it in multiple places. Are do other teams in the South, like Tampa, Miami, Jacksonville, do they do their hold their training camps down in Florida? Because it's it's gotta be almost as high. Or what about like Houston and, and Dallas? Jacksonville's training they they train at the stadium, right? Dallas right door Dallas trains in California. Oh, Oxnard. They Oxnard every, every year. They? They're in Ox, Oxnard every single year. Okay. Yeah. What about Houston? I don't remember. I'm just curious because it's it's just as hot over in Texas right now as it is here. So it's been pretty much just as bad. So uh, look, I'm I'm all for it if it if if this is a real reason and I look, I wouldn't want to practice in this shit either. Come come to England. It's lovely over here. Ah. <laughs> now I, I did see that they mentioned, oh yeah, we're not gonna practice here because they're renovating the cafeteria after we were we were given an F in our in our food service. Which is crazy for a city like New Orleans to have an F, but apparently they're going to be renovating the cafeteria, so that's quote unquote one of the reasons. But I'm good with going somewhere else. I don't have an issue. I never go to training camp practice anyway. I guess I'm spoiled. I don't have any desire to go sit out in that. Yes, one hundred percent, you are. I think there's also kind of matters, you know, what your season looks like. So, um, one, if you're if you're just going to train at home so that you're close to it, I, I understand that. Um, but remember what we're getting ready for is to, to play football games and like a season like this year, um, outside of, I mean, we have, uh, an out, a game outdoors, um, it, at Lambeau field, um, not going to be, um, hot for that. We have a game outdoors for the Patriots, um, in October, not going to be hot for that. I mean, and then outside of that, then you're talking about going your, your outdoor games, you're going to, uh, to Tampa Bay, um, I just not I'm not sure that this year it makes sense of what we're getting ready for outside um, that, that, that really matters. I mean, we're not trying to acclimate because we're playing back to back games in Miami and Carolina and then, you know, and, and stuff like that. So um, I, I'm not sure them adapting that now. If it's just a being in shape and cardio and proving mentally you can put up with it. Yeah, I get that. Like, let's 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 do that. Yeah. Um, but uh I mean, I don't know. I think I think that the, the being healthy and uh, getting the team more reps uh, sounds better. I'm sure that they're all everything's uh, timed out to the minute of how long they can practice and all those kind of things. But um, I don't know. I, I don't care if they keep it there or move it. Yeah, they have they have just announced that Thursday's open practice um, has been canceled, so no fans at the practice on the public practice on Thursday. Because yeah, they've been moving of, uh, them all inside. Yeah, the heat. And they yeah. said that the ones that were going to be outside for fans, like the longest one now is like 45 minutes or something. It's, they're all less than an hour that they're actually going to be outside for fans to watch them. Can you imagine that like, you've wanted to always do that? And so you've, you know, bought flights to travel to New Orleans to watch 45 minutes of practice well, or none? I mean, is any, Stretching, it, probably. Is anybody really buying flights to come watch training camp, though? Come on. I reckon some people do. There are season ticket holders that have gotten you get offered like little suites and stuff to watch camp. And I know people I know people that are traveling to that. Well, I'm sorry, but those people and that's on you. <laughs> that's just not smart. Sorry. Not not knowing that it's been 100 degrees for about two weeks here. Says the man who's saint says that the Saints training facility is basically on his back garden. Yeah, it's too fucking hot, man. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, all right, moving along, uh, we will go into – so with, with all the rash of injuries, uh, we lost Eno you know, Benjamin for the year, so that hits the running back depth in addition to the Camara suspension. We brought in Kareem Hunt for a visit, and we brought in Anthony Barr for a visit, a running back and a linebacker. Um, and it was it was just funny. We brought him in. I'd be okay with, with signing him. It's not like we're going to pay him a lot of money. And then there was a report out that, hey, we're probably going to end up signing pending physicals. We're going to sign them. And everybody's like, oh, shit, here we come. And then it comes out a couple hours later. Yeah, Hunt had a nice visit, but now he's going to the Colts and we didn't sign Barr. So another issue of NFL reporting, everybody wants to be a little quick. Um, and maybe something actually did change. I think the on fact. the Kareem Hunt one, it did. Probably, but it's like, come on. Just if they sign, they sign. Um, but I actually like the the visit of both players, and if either player or both players had signed for veteran minimums, I think those would have been great depth signings for you know third and fourth string running backs and linebackers and all. Um, I also 
don't think it's a big deal that they they left without contracts either because it is, you know, they're visiting on August 8th and not a lot of elite players that are going to be starting for you anytime this year are still free agents on August 8th. So um, I, I'm, I'm okay with not getting them, but I, I think it was a great idea to bring them in and that we're looking at, uh, at, at ways to make the team better. And I think both of them would have been good veteran minimum signings, but I think one I, be a difference maker. I think Hunt still has a lot left in him. I was almost thinking, I mean, yeah, during the Camara suspension, you could use him, but when Camara gets back, you'd have four quality running backs. I just didn't see a, a need or a well, spot for four quality for, running backs plus Taysom Hill. Right. Yeah. I didn't, I, mean, like, I didn't see like, a way he was ever even going to play for us. So yeah, for the three weeks, Kamara's out. Sure. But other than that, I have a lot of faith in the other running backs on the team. I didn't think that was necessarily a need. Now bar on the other hand with the, the Davis situation and our linebacker situation, I was all for bringing him in. So I, I but again, I do like bringing in guys for visits. I like trying to anything that can make your team better. And then you had fucking Greg Rosenthal. Hey, that's very saintsy of him to, to bring in these these veterans and try to max out for nine wins. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Well, me, the main maybe thing about neither that, one of them was going to play a snap, and it wouldn't make a difference. It's to, not like we're bringing them in to be to be a full time right. starter. Yeah, but the main thing about that that tweet that he put out was the comment he said about hiring John Gruden, which isn't a thing. Which isn't a thing at all. So, like I said, I hate the around the NFL podcast. Haven't listened to it for years. Can't listen to it. Fuck Greg Rosenthal. It's it's like yeah it's just dude what, what like what the what the fuck do you have and what what do you just get the fuck out my, of here my my big question the thing that I guess I mean we won't know is I guess what I don't understand is the Saints call Anthony Barr's agent or whoever and say hey we want to bring Barr in for a, for a visit and I just can't imagine that they fly somebody across the country put them in a hotel take them to dinner whatever they do they bring them in to work out and the saints have in their head for the 48 hours prior to the visit, since they've scheduled it. Okay. Let's bring him in. If he's healthy, we're going to offer him a veteran minimum, not a dollar more. And is Anthony Barr flying down going, man, the saints want to meet with me on August 8th. I wonder if they're going to offer me three and a half million a year. Mm-hmm. Like, do they, is there not any type of conversation for like, Hey, we don't want to waste your time or ours is, is Anthony wanting to come in and have a workout with us. And if it works out, does he want to play here for a veteran minimum as our fourth linebacker? I, I guess I don't understand. There's no like pre-qualifying these visits. Well, at I, all? I, I, I don't. Does he think he's going to come in and have such a great workout on August 8th that we're going to double our offer? I do I think, think a lot. A lot of these players probably do have the me- that mentality. He's that, like, just wait, oh, wait, till they worth, see, wait till they right. see me in person. Oh, yeah, just like, wait. Oh. Yeah, like I'll, I'll be worth it. You know, I know they have a need. I mean, the, it's part of being a professional athlete is that you have to have a high opinion of yourself like that. But I think a lot of these players, yeah, they, they get disappointed because they, they think their market might be, the, even if they're told this isn't your market, they still expect to get a little more. And then when they don't, they're like, all right, well, Let's we'll, just we'll can, see. Again, it'd be one thing to not have that conversation before a Zoom call, but if I'm flying you across the country and yeah, giving you a place to stay, like we're having some sort of, and I get it, they've got too much money. A thousand dollar first class flight doesn't mean anything to them, but it just seems like you'd have a conversation. No, he you'd just like wanted the Dragos Charbroiled Oysters. That's all he wanted. You'd like to think there'd be some kind of parameter to say that this is what we're thinking in terms of a of an offer. What do you he think? Came, oh, okay, he came yeah, down for the back. free the free funnel cakes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, obviously. The, with the Kareem Hunt one, looks like he's going to sign or he's gone to Indy, Indianapolis for a visit there. That is the most stacked free agent market still available. Do you think we dip the toe in again and try and bring somebody else in? What, uh, running? I just, I don't think we need a running back. I think, I think he was the right kind of risk and person because he has such a high upside. And I mean, worst case scenario, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, Anybody else gets banged up during those first three weeks. You do have Hunt as somebody that you can feel comfortable handing the ball to 25 times yep. uh, during that. And then, I mean, I always looked at it as like, what's the, I mean, worst case scenario, you're just like, hey, you played those three games and now everybody's healthy and we don't need you and you, you let him go. Best case scenario, he comes in, he plays a couple of games where he dominates, looks really good, and you trade him for a sixth round draft pick. 
mean, like, what what do you what's the I mean, there's yeah, nothing like, you're losing. And that's the funny thing, which I, I didn't spend any time very much on Twitter or X today, but I, I, I just know I I know for a fact that the information came out this morning and Saints Twitter, Saints X, whatever we want to call it, was it's not X, come on. Is I, I why would we bring these guys in? This is ridiculous. We we shouldn't sign them. And then we we rumor came out we signed them. This is so stupid. It's a waste of our money. They have no spot here. And then it came out that we didn't sign them. Oh, the Saints can't do anything right. We bring in people for business. <laughs> and we can't even get them to agree to a contract. I'm I'm ex- I'm sure that's exactly how it went. So you've pretty much summed up Saints Twitter today. <laughs> yeah, I I applaud them for look. There's no harm in bringing them in. I'm all for bringing them. No, in. I love it. I it's, it's the right guys to bring in. Yeah, I didn't necessarily see a, a spot for him, but yeah, he definitely bring in because he's still a quality football player that can give the team somebody. I honestly think he's going to go to Indy and he can. Hey, he I might. saw it like, well, could let Taylor just, he he went home to, to rehab his injury. So if you, they could bring Hunt in, pay him a little more than minimum. He could have a really good season. Now he probably still won't get paid next year, but he can get a lot of work over there. So that's probably his best landing spot. If at least in terms of playing time for sure. So I, I that's kind of, yeah, I'm not really surprised. Well, yeah, that. Ursay gave the Jonathan Taylor money to a killer whale. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the Saints apparently came out with their first depth chart today. Yeah. They did. I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, yeah. that's good. This this will I mean, be interesting for you then. I mean, in fairness, I was not planning to uh, host today. I thought our regular host would be here. Oh, did Jeff sign off? I, I heard him do the intro. I guess, did he leave? He's he 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 ghosted us. He snuck out. Well, so I, again, I had I haven't. Well, I I I did see that it was posted, and I, I pulled up my phone so, and I looked at it on Twitter, and it was such tiny type. I'm like, I'm not straining my eyes so to look at that. There's really three interesting parts where there are three positions where they've listed two names where it said this person or this person is the starter. So I, I think that's interesting and a good place to talk because. I mean, they're they're telling us, and I don't know that I've seen this before on a Saints first off uh, kind of unofficial depth chart, but they're telling us there are three positions where there is a competition, one hundred percent going on, and they're letting everybody know about it. All these weird depth charts, they normally there's somebody there, and we're like, why that person? What this time? It's there's two people, and there's a competition. Yeah, um, and Jason, as you've not read it, one of those positions is tight end who do you think the two or the, so the or so and so or so and so who do you think the two are as tight end one, one. yeah uh it's got to be juan and based on what you're saying my boy my boy jimmy no way oh not nope. my boy luke he, my boy jimmy's, luke is jimmy, jimmy's fourth jimmy's fourth on the jimmy is fourth on the uh, crow is fourth. sixth on the depth Crowley's chart six on the depth chart so yeah who who is the Taysom. other yep Taysom. yep now look but before i talk anything about depth charts I, when these depth charts come out they don't mean much really it they means don't. everything what are you talking about Listen. for this next 10 minutes of this podcast it means for- everything for a guy who does not go to preseason games, they mean nothing. It is it is so the I'll most important that. unofficial thing there has ever been okay. this year. Okay. Well, we knew he's a he's a tight end. I I, I kind of thought maybe they would call him a fullback to keep other tight ends, but I guess they're leaving him a tight end. We we don't even have him. Li- I mean, Adam Princess is the starting fullback, and Jake Vargas is the the backup. He, Taysom's not even listed there. Taysom wasn't on the on the quarterback depth chart. Nope. Not even as a fourth emerge fourth. Huh. Nope, nope. So the other, the other one, the one that we obviously know about that's that's a big competition um, battle going on is between Paulson Adebo and Alante Taylor. Um, which, I mean, everything we hear is it's both of them making plays almost every day. Um, it is sounded like from again reports that I, I, from reading it, I would guess that Adebo has slightly outplayed Taylor. Um, yeah but every, everybody's putting them as, I mean, really, really close. Like it's been a back and forth battle. Um, I think what that's going to come down to is, do you want the, if, if it's 50, 50, if they're tied, like after we are like, we don't know, they both look like starters. It's between, are you choosing between Alante Taylor's athleticism and a little bit bigger frame or Paulson Adebo who has now more experience. 
And so I don't know which one should be the tiebreaker when we're talking about cornerbacks. Um, but if, if they are tied, but um, it sounds like they've had a really good battle with uh, the receivers. I was listening to um, Nick Undale's podcast this morning, and he said that it's going to be interesting when they go to, are they in, are they with San Diego next, is it with the Chargers next week? Yep. When, when there are officials at practice, he said, because he thinks that Paulson Adebo has been getting away in, in training camp with a lot of plays that may get called for pass interference, which we know is a problem of his. Well, and I, I think all of this is going to come down to right now, they're basing this on what's been happening a lot in one-on-ones. I mean, obviously yeah. there's been some seven and seven and 11 and 11, but I mean, from what we've seen, the one-on-ones are definitely favored to wide receivers. We know that. Yeah. But we hear that Adebo's done quite well, um, kind of like the other day, he won two out of the three that he, that he went against. So, I mean, yes, it's going to matter when it gets to opposing teams and, Definitely flags. We, I want whatever cornerbacks can get the least amount of flags. I wouldn't mind uh, them choosing choosing it that way. Well, yeah, I thought I thought I saw that they were they were definitely giving Taylor a few more snaps in the slot lately. I knew they um, did during the um, during the uh, um, the, the the OTAs that they had. I wasn't sure if they had been in training camp. I, I thought I saw that. No, it's been Bradley Roby mainly out of the slot. Okay, all right. Well, never mind. Um, how, what is the again? So, what does the offensive line depth chart look like? Are there any? Do they, yeah, do they still so, have Pete so, in so, as a yeah, starter? So it's, no? no, it's Pete and Hurst. It's Pete or that's the, that's our third position battle. Is it says Andrus Pete or James Hurst, which makes me really happy. Yeah, because I mean, I definitely want Hurst to earn this. I do kind of, yeah, I'm kind of now, the other the, I've seen the, enough of Pete. The the <laughs> added thing that makes me super happy if James Hurst wins this battle as the starting left guard, and the most important thing to me is it means that Trevor Pinning's healthy as the left tackle. I mean, that's that I think that's the thing that sticks, man. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, I I've always said that if Andrus Pete is the worst offensive lineman on your team, you got a pretty damn good offensive line. He does, yes, he falls backwards sometimes and gets hurt, but he also runs the heck over some people sometimes too. So um, in this same kind of vein, if James Hurst is your worst offensive lineman, I'm really happy about that too. Um, however that comes out, but pinning being healthy, I think is the cog for all of this to work. Yeah, you're right. A lot Penning, of the offense. Yeah. Penning being healthy, Ruiz continuing his, his progression and Ramcheck, hopefully his knee holds up. Yeah. Those are, I mean, those, those are huge. It's our offense is going to go as the line goes. So I'll tell you what though, it's, it's nice to have these oars at positions that aren't quarterback like Tampa. <laughs> Their depth chart was Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. We'll say the Tampa. interesting thing too, we did have, so because of the depth chart, we do have three linebackers. And it's Werner Davis and Zach Bond is right now um, listed as that third linebacker. Now, um, he plays Sam linebacker, so that's not the same position that uh, Nephi Sewell or DeMarco Jackson plays. But I have to think if something happened in a three-linebacker set. I mean, again, Zach Bond could be that guy that just hasn't hit his stride yet, and maybe this is – I mean, maybe he has the Caden Ellis type year. I mean, it could happen. It's – Mm-hmm. He was more he was more highly recruited and drafted than than Caden Ellis. So there is a step there. And he it, was let's a be fair. He has he been out a- of he is he was drafted playing a having um success at a very different position. Yeah, he, he was a pass rusher and we're like, no, you're gonna play linebacker back here. Good he job, was, um he was an end on a three four, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Outside linebacker on a three four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um Carl Grandison is down as the starting defensive end. Right which makes end, sense which of the is... stuff we're hearing. Like, I know just this weekend he had a great um, weekend. So, um, I mean, that's, that's expected. There has, it's, it is good. I kind of, I, I expected him to be on the other side of Cam, but there has been talk of Peyton Turner maybe figuring things out too. So, fingers crossed. I think we I'm just got to see like, it at this point. All right. I'm not expecting a lot. I've been fooled before because I think they mentioned the same thing last year. Holy shit, Peyton Turner looks like a monster. And then. So, um, anything else kind of stick out? Nothing too crazy. I mean, little things like, I mean, as far as left side cornerback after Adebo and Taylor, um, Isaac 
uh, Yairam was ahead of Troy Pride, and then Anthony Johnson had fell to the fifth in that race, which is kind of um, unexpected. Um, I don't know. There's, there's, you know, looking at the depth chart, there's names that I feel better about the, as far as our depth than maybe I thought um, when I was uh, when we were talking about win predictions uh, a few months ago. Um, I think I feel better about what we're looking at now. It's yeah, it's really. I mean, the linebacker spot—that's really the one questionable spot to me. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, we stay healthy enough. But uh, moving along, our final topic today: we have a game preview. be the first time for some fans to see some of those dome renovations we've been seeing the pictures of and, uh, not you I'll, though no I'll, I'll see it in week one I didn't want to see it first and spoil I didn't want to see it before before Wesley so we're, since we're both going to be at that game we'll see them at kind of the same time so oh, you can do as a couple well, <laughs> well, well let's not let's not uh, ignore the fact that the Saints are favored by three in this game Ooh, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it, it is the first time to get, you know, for all you betters out there, I know betting on preseason doesn't make any sense, but for the no. degenerates, <laughs> they love it. Hey, if you're a degenerate. Um, so, yeah, Chiefs come to town. There should be a lot of kids wearing Pat Mahomes jerseys in the dome. So think so? Travel, oh, yeah. Traveling traveling for the preseason game? Uh, or uh, just local people kind of like the nba kids wearing steph curry jerseys and lebron jerseys at pelicans games i think there's gonna be a lot of Mahomes jerseys in the dome uh, but yeah first real game alan said he's gonna play the starters at least a series or two yep um i'm good with just one for car hopefully it's a you know, well, as long as he doesn't throw drive. a big six on his first well, throw well, that too, like, that. That too. like i said i hope it's <laughs> i hope it's a nice you know, eight play, sixty yard touchdown drive. I'm good. Well, am I right in thinking that we started off like that with our first drive of last year's preseason? Was it yep. Jameis when yep. like eight plays, eighty yards? Oh my God, look at this! This is going to be brilliant. And yeah, well, it looked awesome. That's why I'd be more confident it's going to be good this year if that happens than it did last year. <sighs> I guess I'd almost rather look bad. Yeah, no, no not really. But... But there yeah. are, there are I, I, it's preseason, there are some things, I think, to look forward to seeing. People have been talking good things about Jake Hayner this um, this this training camp and off-season. Looking forward to seeing him take a few snaps. I imagine he will be the QB in the fourth quarter. I would imagine Jameis will take the majority of the of the snaps in this game on Sunday. I, I would say Jameis finishes the first half with whatever... Whatever Carr does, plays a series or two, and then Jameis takes over. I think Ainer plays the whole second half. I'm I'm interested in watching. As I mean, I'm saying this now, and I could change this midway through the third quarter. Um, I'm actually just as interested in seeing Jameis and Hainer play um, as Carr. Like obviously, I want to see Carr take a series, but I'm interested in seeing everything about the way Winston and Hainer take uh, snaps and how they look in uh, look in the pocket and and all. Um, now again, halfway through the third quarter, I could be like, "Okay, why, why is Hainer drafted on the team?" Um, I mean, I don't know. Everything, everything we hear, he's different than all these other. He is nobody's that that we drafted. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see Hainer. Maybe he's going to hook up with At Perry. I'm looking forward to see At Perry. I'm looking forward to seeing um, Lucas Kroll. Well, always as is tradition. I'm Jimmy actually Graham. interested to see DeMarco Jackson because I was pretty yep. high on him last year and he got hurt really early, missed the entire season. I kind of expected him to make the roster last year. I That's that's kind of the guy I'm going to be trying to watch more than anybody else. Yeah, I'm with him and Nephi Sewell. I want to see both of them play. Um, and obviously, I kind of, I'm interested in the, the stuff we see from Breezy and, and Foskey. Yeah. Um, I mean, so far, what we're hearing is Foskey's struggled against the run, but uh, let's see if he can work on that. And, um, I mean, Brzee, we've heard nothing but great things about how he's impressing everybody with his size and speed and all. So 
let's see if that's real um, when it comes down to an opponent. Uh, he did. Wouldn't he hey, deal hey. with a little bit of an injury? That was way way early, but he's he's been fine yeah. through this training camp. Okay. okay. I think Peyton Turner is going to see a fair few snaps on Sunday. Yeah. I almost want to put him in bubble wrap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ken, Kendra Miller is another one we're probably going to see a lot of on. Um... Oh, will we? I, I think we will, yes. won't we? I think we yes. will see quite a lot of Kendra Miller. On, I think um, you see a, a, a good a good dose of him. Yeah, definitely a lot of the younger guys coming in. That's always when the what you like to see the new the fresh faces coming in. You want to see how they look. I know it's against backup competition, but still. I think it'd be great to throw a, a, a swing pass or a screen or two to Kendra Miller. Let's actually in a game with an opponent see him catch a ball um, and then run upfield with it. Like a, that is the one thing I know. I'd mentioned it. Uh, a week or so ago, yeah, we look great in practice, but we're practicing against ourselves. Now we're at least playing against somebody else. So I know it's not regular season, full bore, I get it, but at least it is somebody else they're going against. So I am always interested to see that. And this is the, the two most winningest organizations of the last uh, decade, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, Should be nationally televised. It's not. I think it's on the NFL Network. It is. It is on NFL Network. Network. Yeah, okay. it is on NFL Network. Yeah. Well, the NFL Network was recently uh, put back onto my uh, cable subscription. So, well, you but could it, just it, be it, at the game, and then it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could just but drive no, ten minutes. And... It's 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 going to be on. It's going to be on a local channel here. It's fine. I was just trying. To... He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to risk his windows. No, definitely not. Well, it's going to be too hot for people to break in windows anyway. But I mean, this is going to be. This is going to be the only game where starters play any of the preseason, isn't it? Then they're they're going to be so, doing the joint practices. Yeah, I think the, the joint practices weeks. take the starters out of uh, yeah. of the games. I think we're going to see the really good work that we want to on scrimmages, basically that we won't uh, we won't get to see. But uh, yeah, I, I think that in those games, you're this is where our, the second and third stringers are figuring out who's going to make this team. Interesting. So you don't think they play a series or two in the final? Do you know? No, I, no. I, 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 because because they have four or five days of it. I think that they're okay. Going to work through that. I think we. Well, I guess, yeah, I'm so used to the old, the old way of having four preseason games. All right, they they'll play the third, and then nobody right. plays the fourth. Okay. This is just a, d- a different thing because I don't know if we've ever had a season where we had two different teams that we had the week long practices with. We we normally no, do one, I right? Don't, I, don't I don't think I've ever it. seen it. I think it's brilliant. It's really smart, and um, I, I mean. I'm, Love the teams that we're, we're lining up against. So. There are some teams that are actually doing it this week as well, aren't there? Yes. There are some teams that are doing joint practices this week. All right. That'll be interesting. Well, with uh, all the Saints talk, I'm not going to do a score prediction because unless you want to do a score prediction. Yeah, I'm not really ready. No, I didn't, no. Okay. <laughs> That's about my excitement. Are you, are you doing pickums for this week? No, then. So let's not no. do score predictions either. <laughs> I could do prickums to kind of get us back in the pickums. What, 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 what would be your shitty game of the week this week? All of them? All of them, yeah. <laughs> they all qualify, except for ours. They all qualify. Uh, all right. Well, with all the Saints talk out the way, any final thoughts? I'll go first. Um, not only is it the start of the Saints preseason with the game this weekend, it's the start of the Premier League season this weekend um i know that doesn't really excite you very much but for me it's like christmas that is that Um, the local ping pong league no okay no it is not um unfortunately i have to wait until Monday night no i have to wait until monday night for my team to play this weekend so there's games on friday night all saturday sunday and then my team play on monday night so that's uh, west birmingham shire no it is not you know who it is Yeah, it's so, the yes. Miami. It's the Miami uh, Messi team, right? Yeah, the Miami Messi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that. That's them. Yeah. So, so yeah, I am. I am very much looking forward to uh, to that. And very, very handily, the Saints play at a time on Sunday where there is no game, no Premier League game around. So it will have my sole attention. Very much looking forward to that. Okay, we're gonna do an instant reaction show. Do we do them for preseason? We haven't. Yeah, I think it would be smart. But I mean, I, if, I can do, yeah. If you want yeah, to, I, I, I'm I, I, can, I, I, I could do with the practice of getting used to hosting them again. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I ain't hosting that shit. 
no no that's that's just that's just me and and it and you know it'll only be us three anyway so yeah that's fine it would be funny if jeff actually pops in but i know he's not <laughs> no um yeah, I don't have much in the way of final thoughts other than to give a shout out to uh, actor Mark Margolis, who played Hector Salamanca in the Breaking Bad slash Better Call Saul universe. It'd be great if you had a bell. You need a bell to be ringing right now. Lord of the Dings. So, uh, yeah, shout out to him. Played such a, a, a great character in that in that universe. So. Yeah, my uh, is that was that the end of it, Jason? Yeah, yeah, that's that's all I got. Um, I was waiting for like a loud explosion. Um, no, my uh, final thoughts about LSU football coming up. Um, the USA Today preseason polls have come out. LSU is number five, and their first opponent of the year, Florida State, is number eight. Um, it'll be the only um, two top ten teams uh, facing each other in the week one. It's going to be a huge game, um, big revenge game for LSU. We can get this uh, season started on the right uh, path we're hearing uh one really exciting things about the level of talent coming out but also um some chippiness with there being a fight <laughs> between uh lsu offensive and defensive players this year um i re- recently did an opinion or fact on that about preseason camp fights and um it's uh i think it's good for the team i think it gets uh, i think offensive and defensive coordinators love it and i think head coaches hate it so uh ready for LSU football to get going too. So we're going to get that the week before the Saints on uh, Labor Day weekend. We'll have an LSU game that'll be a huge way to start the season against Florida State. Can't wait for it. Yeah, speaking of defensive coordinator, didn't their defensive coordinator have a medical issue? He's in the hospital, right? Or defensive, a defensive line? line coach. Defensive line yeah. coach, okay. okay. Um, I think they, they haven't said what it is, but this is actually now because of this change, it's the fourth defensive line coach they've had in Jeez. the last six months. Okay. Um, I believe the door is open for him to come back if his – Hopefully he has right. that, that Foster Moreau well, 10-day cancer yeah. um, and can just turn around and be back. Uh, I mean, it's an, he's an LSU guy. He can he can, he can can get that same Foster Moreau uh, yeah. medical. Hey, by the way, uh, Jason, I just want to mention, that was that Saints uh, medical staff curing cancer in 10 days, man. So uh, we can fix calf injuries. Don't you worry about it. I'm not going to put that on the Saints staff. I'm going to put that on Moreau <laughs> himself, a fellow judge or guy. It's all on him. It's, it, it was all him. <laughs> He did it. He did it in spite of the Saints medical staff. <laughs> that's a real miracle. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that's going to be a massive, massive game. I think Florida has a game in week zero, which is the same thing that Florida State that which same thing happened last year. So they they had kind of worked out some of the kinks, which kind of put LSU at a disadvantage. So hopefully LSU is ready to go because this is going to be one of the biggest games of the season. It's really going to determine how the seasons play out for these teams. I think. I mean, I know LSU could still recover from it but man you got to win over florida state early on because florida state's going to be favored in every other game this year other than clemson so a win would just go a long way for the rest of the season for lsu Jaden daniels is talking a good game whenever whenever you hear him talk and he is quite high on the um list of favorites for the heisman um this early in the year isn't he um and i mean if he can have the kind of year he had last year even better his draft stock's going to go through the roof this season if he has a good year. Well, the other thing that's going on is, like, honestly, all this stuff going on, all the experience that Daniels have, Nussmeier's right there with him that looks – he looks incredible. Yeah. And if Nussmeier's this kind of smart guy who's – he's going to get some playing time. When we're blowing out teams, he's going to play. Mm. And I think even some close games, we're going to mix it up and screw with them. But he is set up to be a superstar next season. I mean, again, that's a year away. But he's sat through transfer portals where he could go a lot of places and be a starter. Like big, big programs would have loved to have had him in the last few months. And I guarantee you he's been getting some illegal phone calls. And him staying is a big character thing. But he is walking into 2024 as a major like Heisman quarterback, you know, all the different awards. Like he's going to walk in with some some big preseason pub and. And he's going to be set up with the team because this will be none of those offensive linemen are leaving. We got a bunch of young guys and those wide receivers are still going to be here. I, I love the battle that they're having right now. I think we see plenty of Newsmeyer, but if anything, that's just making Daniels better. He's yeah, seen what's right next to him. There's no screwing around him. Yeah, I mean, and, and Kelly's even said it next. He's like, next year is probably the, the real year that we're all looking at. I know he's kind of tempering expectations this year because a lot of fans. Are LSU coaches win championships in year two. They do, but it's, he's definitely, the he's definitely looking, looking to next year. It really and, is. It really is. 
Yeah, and look, Alabama's going to be in Tiger Stadium, so that's another th- next year. So that's a you know next year is really so that, but it, it, it will be a fun. I'm ha- I'm just I'm happy that football. I mean, are we all happy that football's back? Yep. Yes. All of it. Give me the football. Yes. yes. Yeah. Give me football, football, football. Exactly. <laughs> so that's so all the show. Excited, you choked. You damn right. So that's all the show we have for you today. We want to thank our loyal listeners for downloading. Each week and telling your friends about the No Patrol Podcast, yeah, put it on auto download. You can listen to it whenever you want. You don't have to worry about a sloppy internet connection. Like I have in my office building. Somehow I'm right near a window and a phone signal is shit. I don't know. I don't know why. So maybe some of you, you have are Wi Fi like, at work? We do. It's not for everybody. Although I should have that password. I should. But anyway, now I lost my tra- track of thought. Hey, what, are, what are we doing? What are we talking about right now? I don't know. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, this is why I don't I don't I say it every time. This is why I shouldn't host. That was my fault. I interfered. Damn right you did. I was on a roll too, and now I forgot. So that, that's what you get, kids. Anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you uh, for our instant reaction show after the Chiefs game on Sunday. Say bye bye, donkeys. Bye bye, free agent minimum veteran contract donkeys. Bye bye, NFL reporter donkeys. I am no belief, but I believe I'm a working contradiction, and I got no right. I am no belief, but I believe I'm a working contradiction, and I got no The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.